Hi, I'm Sarah Shea. And I'm Strangely Duesberg. Welcome to the Pilot House. A podcast where we watch all the shows we missed the first time around. And try to figure out where the heck they were going with this. Sarah. Yes? I am sorry to tell you we're doing another Funimation show. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. What do you know about C-Lab 2020? Oh, that's right. I forgot this was happening. Um, boy, I don't know. Because I'll tell you what, I haven't seen any C-Lab 2020, but I've seen some C-Lab 2021. Right. And I don't know. Here's my understanding. Uh, it's a 60s or 70s. Say like 70s. Yeah. Animated series. During which a guy who is definitely not the white-haired dude from Johnny Quest, but might as well be, lives in an underwater, like, science... Lab? Lab (laughs) under the sea. (laughs) And adventures in science maybe happen under the sea. Yeah. In the future. Presumably in the year 2020. Which is this year. Which is this year that we're in right now. We're definitely not recording this way ahead of time. Don't be absurd. So in the year 2020, you know how we all live uh, in like underwater bubble labs? Yeah, except for our neighbors who live in pineapples. Sure. Uh, or or the ones who live on space stations and wear sparkly silver jumpsuits. Right. Sorry, that was in the year 2000. I'm getting all mixed up. By so, the year 2020. Silver, silver jumpsuits in space are so 2000. Yeah. By 2020, it's all about living under the sea. That's Yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah. It's probably I, very silly. I, I feel like the tone, just based on the tone of C-Lab 2021, which I remember as being this, like, they, you, they, so for those of you listening at home who may have missed Cartoon Network's Adult Swim, uh, back in the early aughts, Uh they took all of the animation assets, like the footage of this old show, redubbed it, uh, with new audio and added, you know, and like remixed it and sort of. Like the like those old GI yeah. Joe PSAs, yeah. But it was Helping a, a you, full show. And my impression is that based on what they did with that, I feel like the old show must have been very serious and unintentionally ridiculous. Yeah, it's produced in the same animation style as Star Trek the Animated Series, where it's like static backgrounds with like that weird rotoscope style yeah. animation, where it's just kind of like very cheaply drawn over like photographs and live action there's a lot of people just standing there talking yeah. with only their mouth animated probably a bunch of people will not have legs oh yeah anybody sitting wait. down their legs are forfeit <laughs> according to this animation studio who i also recently found out did the he-man animated series interesting sorry i watched uh, the toys that made us on netflix and uh it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched anyway. it. Is it good? Uh, it's interesting. Huh. I'm not crazy about the style, but I'm interested in the information they have to deliver. Right. I just, sometimes I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, just tell me the information. Stop goofing. Anyway, <laughs> totally unrelated to this topic. Speaking of, oh my God, just stop <laughs> goofing. Should we get to this episode? Let's go watch C-Lab 2020. Yes. I don't know why I said yes. No, that's good. (laughs) 
All right. What the fuck did we just watch? Like, that is a very good question. Uh, I kept getting distracted because I was eating a very delicious cookie thing, and I'd like look down at the cookie, and the stranger would laugh, and I'd look up and be like, "What? What is this?" Uh, yeah. So we just watched Sea Lab Twenty Twenty first episode. Uh, you want to hit us with them deets, strangely? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'll see if I can. I can do a one sentence synopsis. Oh, what? I meant Oh, the, the, the deeds you about the up. show. Yeah, yeah. You so, look them up. Uh, C-Lab 2020 was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon produced in 1972. It ran from, like, September to December for 13 episodes. And it was created by Alex Toth, who also apparently created Space Ghost and... Uh, Not Bir- the Coast to Coast one. No, and also Birdman and the the Galaxy Trio. So this guy was just knocking out garbage cartoons that people would remake later. Yeah, yeah. He was basically like teeing up the initial early wave block of Adult Swim Mm. like pastiche shows, which is interesting. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, So should I take a crack at this one sentence synopsis? Please do. One sentence synopsis. The crew of Sea Lab under the sea on top of the... Challenger Mount under the sea has a crisis when radiation levels start rising after an under the sea quake under the sea, which knocks some radioactive waste loose and it starts leaking out of classic Captain Planet villain pollution creating 55 gallon drums and they must find where the radiation is coming from and solve the problem. Oh, there's a reason I usually under the in sea. advance. <laughs> got a little, got away from you there. I, I mean, like, did how? I mean, it's just try to synopsize the whole show. Oh, like the 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 larger premise than yeah. just this episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. A bunch of people who I do not believe are qualified to be under the sea scientists are attempting to establish an under the sea city. Under the sea. In the future. Yes, in the year 2020. Done. All right. Sorry I made you do it over. So, yeah, that's um, that's what that show is. Uh, how wrong were we? Oh, it's, I thought we were supposed to do that before the one sentence synopsis. That's okay. It's all right. Yeah. So, let's first address, what did we get wrong? I thought that this was a, a uh, not a, I said Funimation in the, what we know. It's actually film, filmation? Filmation. They did the Star Trek uh-huh. one. They did, they did He-Man. I was right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they, notably, former Pilot House episode number, ding, where <laughs> they, <laughs> we were previous, previously discussed on Pilot House. Pilot House in the animated series for Star Trek. But that's not what this is. No. This was actually a Hanna-Barbera show. Yes. Which now I realize, like, yes, of course. Because Johnny Quest was also Hanna-Barbera. And as I was absolutely correct about, it stars a guy who's basically... Oh, I didn't look it up. Is it Race Bannon is the name that pops into my head that's only Johnny Quest character name I can think of other than Johnny Quest. I I don't know if he's the white-haired guy or the red-head Dude. Right. But at any rate, they basically took the the white haired guy from Johnny Quest and said, "Now undersee it." I 
As opposed to overseeing it. I like that. <laughs> um, honestly, he's kind of underseeing that <laughs> that lab. In my defense, the animation style is very similar. It's of like a similar quality oh, level. Absolutely. Like, again, if you've seen any of these cartoons, He-Man, Star Trek the Animated Series, C-Lab, like Johnny Quest, they all kind of have a certain look to them. Rather stilted. Yeah. As, like, trying to get away with as few animation uh, cells as possible. And a lot of reuse of assets within the same episode. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, there'll be two people swimming, and clearly that's animated onto, like, a clear plate that then they can put different moving backgrounds behind sure. it or tilt it in different directions and things like that. Two people are swimming, and then they go, let's go the other way, and it's the exact same cell but flipped, or the exact yeah. same section of animation. We better get out of here. And it's the same animation played a little bit faster. It's yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of corners cut. This was for children. And yet, like, also oddly kind of not. Yes. That is a good point. Uh, are we just rolling straight? I, yeah, let's into, just like, roll straight into like, yeah. let's synopsize this. And it, this is one of those weird ones where like not a lot of, makes sense. Not a lot of substance has yeah. occurred. A bunch of people live in a lab under the sea, right? And they're like doing some science. Yeah. And they say 250, over 250 people live on, like, in this lab. Men, women, and children. And all of them scientists. And we're like, even the children? Although... Yes, from what we've seen in the episode, they're basically like, they got some child labor situations going on. So they have, there's an earthquake mm-hmm. and some classic 1970s oil drums full of radiation end up falling and cracking and leaking. And then the lab is like freaking out like, oh my gosh, there's all this radiation. What should we do? Let's send two small children out to like, Yeah, we're, I, it's not clear why these kids, they, I mean, they look like they were supposed to be about like 13 or 12. I got like, the impression that they were just were they going even... out because the, the kids of Sea Lab are allowed to just go fuck around on the bottom of the sea. Like, it wasn't like they were, it wasn't their job to go look for the radiation. They just, they, because they were, they said a couple times that they were giving everybody radiation meters and they were hoping that somebody would find it yeah. out there. Or at least be aware of it. Well, yeah. the great part is, so it's a, it's a boy and a girl. Bobby and Sally. Or Billy and Billy and Sally. And Sally. Uh, Billy, who we established, is the son, uh, the grandson of the captain. Because mm-hmm. they're like, hey, Bobby, why don't you ask your grandpa if he'll cancel school early because of the earthquake? He's not my grandpa when he's on duty. When he's on duty, I call him Captain. <laughs> Which God. I thought was just like, oh, sure. It's saying like, hey, when he's on duty... Everyone is important to him equally. I'm not e- overly important. But then they throw in a line later where someone's like, you should tell him how you feel about him, Captain. Wouldn't do, wouldn't do you any harm. And it's like, oh, is that supposed to be an indication that he's like uncaring towards his family? And he just treats them like everyone else on the ship? All right, whatever. At any rate, these two kids just go fuck off around the ocean. And the girl, Sally's like, he's like, hey, Sally, where's your... No, the adult, I think, even, who's kidding them out, says, like, all right, Sally, where's your... Uh, your compass. Your compass. It's getting fixed. Uh, they didn't have any fucking extras. They got one compass per person on this. Yeah. In this C-Lab. And Billy's, or Bobby, or whatever the fuck his name is, is like, it's okay, I've got one. I'm like, yeah, this will be fine. Yeah. Nothing will go wrong here. Although, that actually didn't end up... No, I think about it. It actually did work out fine. 
That, or that wasn't the reason that was the problem. The fact that she didn't have one. Yeah. She did, didn't totally, <laughs> totally it didn't play into it. seemed like they were setting up that that would be a problem. <laughs> They're just like dicking around and like checking out the seaweed farm. Where everybody's planting kelp, but they're planting kelp like they're planting potatoes. It's just like a ball of green, and they're like, <laughs> into the bottom Sticking of the sea. The and then it's like, like here we go. growing up, and they're like, this is the fastest growing plant on earth. Kelp is the fastest growing plant on earth. Wow. And Sally goes, wow, it's amazing that this is used in ice cream and medicine. And I can't think of any anything else, but those are two weird things to have kelp in Yeah, them. which I know that kelp is used in yeah. some dairy products. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that was like a new thing in the 70s. I'm and they sure were like, carrageenan, FTW. Yeah. But it, it's like, there are so many moments in this, this show where like, <laughs> they're desperate to like cram in science facts. It's, it's, it's sort of like, it's that like research novel phenomenon uh-huh, that I've uh-huh. mentioned about like something like Water for Elephants where the, an author like spends all his time researching a topic. And, and really then, wants to show off like, yeah. well, I did my research here. Okay. I want everyone to know. And instead of just writing a good book that makes people not even ask themselves, did they do research? They make their characters stop every few seconds to spout research. Right. So there's like, there's an exchange at some point in this where like. There's a, there's a child, and he, like, there's a small child, and the child is like, when do I just get to go fuck off diving all by myself? And the adult in charge of the child is like, well, do you know about depressurization sickness? And the child's like, yeah, it's when you go up out of the water too fast. And it's there's called the bends, and, the, and it can kill you. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn. Okay. Well, this is like four-year-old child talking yeah. about death. So that's cool. And it's like... Like, on the one hand, like, yeah, I get it. Like, if you're raising children in, like, outer space or under the sea or some shit, like, they're gonna know, like, things like that more. I already forgot that when the little kid is like, Bobby, what's radiation? He's like, well, it's it's a force. It's like a power energy force that you can't see or feel. Like the rays of the sun. I'm like. You can't feel the rays of the sun. Are you okay? And, then, and he's like, oh, I forgot. You've never seen the sun. And the little kid's like, yeah, I have in pictures. God. So we've established this child has been born underneath of the sea. Which, like, <laughs> I mean, we're sort of synopsizing this, but, like, again, nothing much happens. Yeah, right. It is infinitely clear to me why a bunch of like dorky stoners about 20 years ago were watching this and they were like oh my god we should just dub new voices over this shit like yeah i can just i can see like whoever created the show getting high with their friends or even just staying up too late that like that yeah. headspace yeah and just muting the show and just being like <laughs> Oh, hello there, little child. Hello there, man, who is standing next to my swimming pool. Yeah. Well, what are you doing with my dolphin and my sea otter? I don't know. I thought it was a seal. Shut up, child. Here, take this necklace that I made for you. Like, it'd be so easy to just... Oh, it was incredibly hard to, like, hold myself back from just MST3King the episode as we watched it. Like, it's infinitely uh, understandable how CL2021 came to be. Yeah. That is almost, uh, it's just, it's almost like you couldn't do anything else with it. So, uh, yeah, it's Dick and Jane, Bobby and Sally. Yeah. 
like they're visiting the kelp farm and then the kelp farm is like oh no those sea turtles are eating my crop can you chase them away so they go and they if you guys are going to be scientists making a new society under the sea maybe you should have some sort of plan in place for protecting your crops from animals the way that actual farmers have things like fences or whatever they're just apparently like oh turtles are eating our kelp i never thought of that how should we deal with it hey um how about we have some children like go bug them and so the kids go over to the turtles and start riding them and they ride them so far like that they get lost and they don't know their way back to the sea lab they both can't see the sea lab and they've forgotten what direction they came from like they're immediately like well we should go home but which way's home well uh, we just have to go back the way we came. But which way is that? Like, they've completely lost their bearings. It's not like, well, we go back the way we came, and they start doing that, and then they go, wait, I can't remember where we turned or whatever. Yeah. They're immediately panicked. They're immediately yeah. like, we have no fucking idea what we're doing here. It's like, why would these children be let out on their own without, they had no, no, apparently they hadn't, it hadn't occurred to them to design any sort of tracking device. Right. And they, they have, the, the weirdest thing about this is like, they obviously have radios yeah. because they're talking to each other. Like they, they're, they're wearing scuba gear, mm-hmm. but their scuba gear is like, it's like a full face, like forehead to, to chin mat, like yeah. plate. The, the air tube goes, is like attached to their chin and just goes yeah. up into the mask. So you can just see their whole face in this like bubble talking. Sure. So they could talk to each other nearby, but yeah. like, do they not radio the Sea Lab? Yeah, apparently not. They don't have tracking devices. GPS has been, not been invented, but they also don't have, and they don't say like, oh, it's too bad our radios can't yeah. reach that far. No, they don't even address it. They're like, we can just talk to each other because we can. Right. Because don't, worry. don't think about it. Yeah. So the the they're like, shit, we're lost. Let's check the compass. And they look at the boy's compass, because he still had a compass, yeah. and it's just spinning in circles. And he's oh. like, oh no, we must be over a magnetic field. I don't believe you. Magnetic yeah. field reference. Sorry. It's, it's <laughs> I was hoping you would, because I couldn't think of a magnetic field song off the top of my head. Perfect. So uh, th- then uh. they're like, well, let's just go this way. So they start going away, and then they're, they're lost. Meanwhile, the radiation level has gotten even Higher, yeah, because a rock, another rock fell onto the radiation yeah. tube. So the captain Cheryl. is like, signal the evacuation, pull everybody back to Sea Lab. So it's like, like the 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 no, escalation. They of... They use the word evacuation, which I was like, wow, is it that extreme? They're going to evacuate the Sea Lab and take everyone to yeah. the surface, or no? They meant they meant bring everybody home, yeah. which is sort of the opposite of evacuation but whatever bringing everybody back to sea lab from like the kelp farm and or the, mine, the mine and they and show there's like they've they've got a lobster farm they mentioned yeah. will will the radiation hurt the lobsters yeah just the same as humans like two background characters say that to each other because that's a barely a science fact that they had to cram in the during this like there's like a montage of like the 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 sea lab people ride around in these like they're basically cars they're like four seater cars yeah they call them sleds I think that that you like sit in and you drive like a car it has no wheels and you have to wear your scuba gear to drive around in it so they're like out they're just using those all over the place like to go evacuate everyone mm-hmm. from the mine back to sea lab or whatever and yeah. then at one point 
it shows these two two of those with like a net like strung between them in a half circle and there's like a bunch of fish kind of swimming and uh, another car sled pulls up and is like they're evacuating everyone back to sea lab because of the radiation and the other guy doesn't say the guy like driving one of the 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 net cars just waves he doesn't give a thumbs up he doesn't say roger that or copy he just waves and then one of Get the out of here. yeah one of the two guys driving the things says to the other guy let's get these halibut rounded up and get out of here like in that kind of voice like yeah (laughs) it was weirdly silly charactery for it's just one of many little moments that establish this is serious and we're rounding people up i mean i think they were they were trying to establish all the different things they do under the sea we've got a mine we've got a kelp farm we've got a lobster farm we fish I guess. Yeah. Fish. That's the thing. It's, it's just, it's so weird. Cause like clearly somebody was in the booth dubbing the additional voices. Like yeah. it, they just got like, you know, Jack Angel or somebody in there and they're like, we need a, we need a undersea farmer of fish to say, let's round up these halibut yeah. and get him out of here. No, no, no. More like a, like a sailor. Hey, let's be rounding up. No, no, like a like a smart scientist sailor. Let's round up these halibut and get out of here. Perfect. Here's I, your check. I imagine they were actually like reusing the same actors for a lot of the side characters. So oh, they're like, yeah. can you do a different voice for this one? Uh, I'm running out of voices I can do. Well, just, I don't know, make something up. Oh, halibut. <laughs> it's just like, and yeah. Just like so, like so, like the, the the ancillary side touches are the most fascinating. Like everyone's wearing these these like really form fitting bodysuit, yeah, uh, uh, D- jumpsuits that yeah. like zip up the front, even when they're inside the sea lab. And yet nobody has a butt, like at all. Oh yeah, oh the ladies did, that blonde did, lady. Did the. I she, guess the blonde did, lady had a it's butt. It's not like grossly overstated or anything, but like she definitely had more of a butt than any of the dudes did. Yeah, it's just like, I guess what I'm saying, nobody has any butts is like for something that is ostensibly supposed to be form fitting, like you can see like the leg muscle yeah. definition yeah. or whatever, or the yeah. arm muscle definition. No, they really couldn't though. That's what I mean, at least that's what, how I'm remembering yeah. it. I felt like in the moment I was like, it's so weird. It's like they were going for the same thought process as Star Trek. At least Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Where they're wearing like, uh, in the future, everyone wears jumpsuits. Although in uh, original Star Trek, they have shirt and pants combo. But it's like they're going for that thought process of, uh, jumpsuits in the future. But something about it being under the seat, they look, they looked kind of baggy to me. I actually thought they looked sort of like snowsuits. Yeah. Anyway, I just remember thinking like, that is, what are they wearing? It's like they were trying to make them look kind of like wetsuits. Except they had to wear them inside as well. Mm-hmm. But they weren't as form-fitting as wetsuits. Anyway, it's so weird. None of the design makes a particular sense. But they, they're they going back and forth and, like, rounding everybody up. And everyone keeps checking in with the captain. Like, captain, uh, how are we going? How's it going? Or, oh, captain, let me report. We've done a thing. we got all the lobster guys back in. Uh, any, any, any word about Billy and Sal? And he's like, no, not yet. And he's just... The ca- all the captain does is is sit around and and receive reports or request reports, yeah. and worry about his grandson. And he also like, 
there's like moments where like it'll be about to cut to commercial and they'll be like, well, we'll tell you, let us know if you hear anything, Captain. And he'll go, yeah, commercial. Yeah. 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 It's bizarre. Yeah. No, the acting, they're not trying very hard with any aspect of the show. It was not well thought out. They did not put a lot of effort into the acting or the, or the, I'm sure they, it was like first take for pretty much every. Yeah. Every line. Cut, print, love it, move on. Yeah. So then the kids... As the, somewhere they're lost, they're trying to find their way back, and they notice on their little radiation meters that yeah. are hanging from their necks, oh, there's a lot of radiation here. We must be really close. But of course, this is after they have a, a conversation about why uh, tiny ladies and their tiny lungs use up less uh, oxygen than big, big men lungs do. Right, because the girl, Sally, has more oxygen in her tank than... Why? Hey, why do I have more oxygen left than you do? We both had full tanks when we left. I don't know literally anything, even though you and I are the same age. I keep having to ask you to explain things to me, because I am only a girl. How how difficult of an... This is another one of those things where it's just like, how difficult would it have been to have there be one line where it's like, Sally just transferred to Sea Lab from the surface world, and so that's why she's asking all of these like dumb questions. The, like, the answer she's is scuba they, they certified. Would have, they would have had to think about it for five seconds, and they did not. Sally is scuba certified. She's allowed to just fuck off scuba diving and ride sea turtles and whatever, but she doesn't know that female bodies consume less oxygen or something. I don't even know if that's science. If that's true. He does say, and they they metabolize oxygen better. Or something. Yeah, I was like, okay, apparently. There's another moment of like, hey, look, we did our homework a little bit. Yeah. Education for children. Oh, there's a great moment where at some point in this, someone's gone, what could be causing this radiation? Well, it could be a lot of things, but I'm going to describe the exact scenario that's happened that we don't know about yet. It could be uh, some barrels of toxic waste that were thrown in the ocean back in the 70s. Wow, we don't do that anymore, do we? Now that we know better, (laughs) stares into the camera like I'm on the office. (laughs) Looking at you, Nixon. I don't actually... Yeah. No, that's, I don't think that's the right person. I'm bad at history, but uh, the point is, they re- they're near the radiation. And that's the thing is, like, what's weird is that, like, if this show is just for children, yeah, then why do you, why is it so critical to have, like, these, like, sea facts about the bends causing death? Well, I think they were, their thought process was, we have to make this educational. But here's the thing that kids would be more interested in learning about. Different kinds of fish and like yeah. fun facts about the ocean. Kids don't want to learn about the bends. See like and how were, different people metabolize oxygen. Like there's a, so so they go they the kids find the toxic waste and to find the toxic waste they have to swim down like off the sea mount. Which like it's Challenger Deep. It's fucking Challenger Deep is the name of the underwater formation. That is like all science and let's go science the science and it's Challenger Deep. It's the deepest part of the Mariana Trench. I I need you to take a deep breath because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Clearly, very angry that they didn't know. No, it's just it's, it's I, I don't understand. Okay, so the, in, in in the show in the that show, we just watched, they say this, we're on Challenger Mount. I'm 
don't the, remember them the, saying that. Yeah, it's the okay. Challenger. It's, it's a mountain. They said C-Lab is on top of a mountain under the sea. Mm-hmm. Challenger. I, apparently, Challenger I missed point. it when they said Challenger yeah. Mount or Challenger Point it's, or whatever. Like the mountain is called Challenger, and it's like, and then right next to it is like the 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 depths, uh, the deeper parts of the ocean next to the thing, or something. It's just like, what are you doing? So wait. I, I still don't know what you're talking about, strangely. You're okay. so... In the real ocean, is it a, there's it's a, a real specific thing. point yes. in the real ocean called okay. Challenger Deep. It's the deepest part of the ocean. It's where James Cameron went when we didn't like his Titanic movie. It's the deepest part of the Mariana Trench? Mariana's yes. Trench? Yes. That's Something nice. like that. Marinara Trench? The Marinara Trench. Oh, yeah. thank you. Challenger Deep. I'm so, so embarrassed. Like, when, when the Alvin submarine went down there... Like, what about the Simon submarine? Now I can't remember the name of the third chipmunk. Theodore. Thank do, you. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Back to Sila. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's just weird that like, they're like, let's use the name of a really deep part of the ocean to be the name of a not deep part of the ocean. I was very, it just it bothered me. Anyway, so there's the edge of the seamount that Sea Lab is on. Okay. And like, a seamount is just an island that hasn't, like, come out of the water yet. Yeah. Yet. Cool, I guess. So, but th- then again, like, what, are you, like, on top of a volcano? There's just, like, a lot of... They they science on a mountain under the sea. Sea Lab 2020. So, anyway, off the, the barrels have fallen off the side of the mountain, and the kids look down, and then they swim down there. It's, like, I don't know, 30 feet off the edge. And they find the barrels. They're like, oh, snap. It's barrels full of radiation. This sucks. We better get back to Sea Lab and report it. And they're like, gonna go, they swim to go back up. And they're like, yeah. oh, no. A barracuda is blocking our path. Like, we've seen sharks. Like, a couple of grown adults were like, oh, shit, a shark at the beginning of the episode. Like, some divers saw a shark or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, a barracuda. Like, I don't think. Barracudas are that dangerous. I mean, maybe somebody, somebody tweeted me if barracudas are super dangerous. But also, if there are super dangerous things around, which there are because it's the ocean, if you're gonna let children just fuck off around the ocean, maybe they should have some sort of plan for how to scare off or distract yeah. a dangerous predator who might get in their way, like uh, some kind of noise making or light emitting something they yeah. should have a science related plan yes to like oh well we know what to do in this situation when we run into a barracuda because apparently there's barracudas around here let's do the thing and then we'll go and we'll be fine uh but apparently they just send these kids off with a knife they never address the knife but it is on Bobby's they have the knife waist. later yeah yeah they you got a freaking knife oh yeah he uses it later yeah. they, they he's got a knife uh oxygen that's and nice. a compass and a compass that's it. That's a song called Barracuda. Yeah, I know, but I was talking about compasses by that point. I'm like, I know. Are we I'm going just, back I'm to the... Still, you just I'm remembered still, how that song goes? I just remembered how that song goes. They went to the same high school as me. Fun fact. Not the same time. Anyway, so... So the kids are like, oh shit, a it's barracuda. a... 
Yeah. What do we do? Oh, let's blast some bubbles at him, which I'm like, they're, apparently that's okay. a thing. So, like, they know to do that. That's a thing they understand. That's a, they didn't yeah. just think of it, right? But, like, if you figured that out, surely at some point someone should have gone, hey, is that dangerous for the kids to be just using their oxygen to scare off predators? Maybe we should give them something else to scare off predators instead. And nope. so then Bobby goes, hey, Sally, you use your oxygen. You've got more. And she's like, okay. So she shoots, you know, some, like, oxygen out of her tank. And the barracuda is, like, kind of disoriented. And Bobby's like, I think it's working. Do it again. Save me, woman. So she does it again. And then, of course, you know, they get away. But then, like, she's running out of oxygen. And Bobby has to, like, drag her to safety. So he's, like, saving her ass. Even though he got them in this problem yeah. in the first place. So then she's running out of oxygen. And they start sharing his, like, oxygen tank. Oh, yeah. She's like, I gotta go to the surface. I have to breathe. And he's like, don't do it. You're you're in hysterics, woman. Like, it's so... He doesn't say that. But so then... He's like, no. It, you'll, it'll kill you. Here, uh, what can Buddy breathe? His, yeah, so they're sharing his oxygen and whatever. And, and no he, more talk about going to the surface. He practically wags his finger at her. Oh, and then Lord. he grabs his knife, spins her around, and just starts, like, whacking his knife, like, the hilt of his knife against her oxygen tank, like, to create, like, a tapping noise. And he's not tapping SOS. He's no. tapping, like, shaving a haircut. It's he's like, tapping just absolutely random. It's just random banging. And she's like... I don't think that'll work the way that uh, noise travels. Noise travels, what is it, too fast? Yeah, too fast underwater. They won't be able to tell where it's coming from. Science facts for the kids. And he's like, well, it might work. And a bunch of people from C-Lab who've been out in some kind of an enclosed uh, uh, car this a time. Submersible. So yeah. Like a submersible. Like yeah. More like a science submersible yeah. thing. They're, they're sh- driving around. And I love at one point, one of the guys says to the pilot, like, can't you make this tin can go any faster? Oh, not without draining our batteries. Well, then drain the batteries. Okay, but then when we find the kids, what, um, what if our ba- batteries drain? We can't get back home. What do we do then, sir? So then they they find the kid. They use like a hydrophone to find the kids. Like it's like, like some. What? <gasps> I hear a tapping. <laughs> Thank you, blonde woman who's here. Who we haven't addressed who you are or what you're doing here. Or, why? There they are. I, I see, see them. I see children with my woman eyes. Well, a woman's eyes are more attuned. Science fact, a woman's eyes are more attuned to spot a child in danger than a man's. Tell us, Blondie, what do your woman eyes see? <laughs> Anywho. I see children and the perfume department. <laughs> so then they go rescue the kids. And then at no point do they go... We were really worried about you. You are you are grounded from fucking off around the ocean or anything. They're just like, oh, hey, kids, here you are. All right, cool. And then the kids are like, we, we found it. We oh, found we it. We found it. And he's like, whoa, slow down. What did you find? The, he's acting so relaxed. And like the kid, like th- this is like, like writing of adults talking to children. So the kids are like, we found where the radiation is coming from. It's really close to here. We can show you where it is. And he goes, whoa, slow down. What are you saying? Like, th- they, they, yeah, said they said it pretty, it pretty clearly. clearly. Yeah. All right, enough with your pop culture references and your slang. Speak slowly to this old man. Like, they just said it. And he yeah. sits down and goes, tell me what you're talking about. Let's, let's rap about this. 
look, I'm cool. I know how to speak to children. And he's like, explain it to me. And Sally just goes, uh, maybe we should just show it to you, which I thought was a little bit of a burn. They didn't mean it that way, clearly, but it was like, yeah. okay, well, we just explained it. I don't know how to explain it any easier, but apparently if we point and go, there, thing, you'll get it. So they somehow are able to easily point them back to where the barrels of toxic waste are. And he's he's like, oh, hey, pilot, can you use the arms that this thing has to like pick up those barrels and just Throw them, them deeper into the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's their plan. Throw them into a deep, deep trench. And then just like... Cause a rock Doggy slide. paddle some sand over them to protect. And he just says, and we'll save Sea Lab. What about whether there's any like life down at, at the bottom of that trench? Maybe even some new life that we haven't discovered yet, which we're like supposed to do probably because science. Are we doing that kind of science or just the kelp stuff? No, okay, we'll just no, we'll just no. pile some fuck, and they're like, oh no, too fast! But then there's no repercussions. They're like scared, but then they're like, oh well, it worked. We got a bunch yeah. of rocks and sand down there, so uh, probably it won't be a problem again for another couple of years. Bobby probably and Sally, fine. when you guys are grown yeah, up, you yep. can deal with it. We'll just punt this football on down the baseball diamond to the end zone of the the goals of the the. I don't know sports metaphors. Mission accomplished. Thus temporarily solving the problem forever. <laughs> so and then they go back to Sea Lab? Yeah, and as the submersibles headed back to Sea Lab, one of the kids goes, Boy, I sure hope they saved us some dinner. And everybody goes, <laughs> <laughs> That was the joke at the end of the episode. And I thought it was going to freeze frame credits, but it didn't. Yeah, because then it, it like faded to the the all the all the children sitting in like the classroom area and uh, one of the adults uh, yeah is like well kids we learned an important lesson today which I'm definitely gonna directly reiterate in this classroom setting yeah and one of the kids is like that we should always tell people where we're going when we go diving and, and make sure to not stay out after dark and then the teacher's like well no. I meant a more important lesson. like That I'm, the safety of all of us depends on the one of us. On the each of us. Yeah. Or something it's like, like, no, I think the lesson we learned is not to go fuck off around the ocean without telling grown-ups where you're going and not paying attention to where you are. But also, maybe it should have been, also grown-ups don't let 10-year-olds go fuck off around the ocean alone. Yeah. No, I meant a much more vague lesson that doesn't actually apply because at no point was the fate of the entire sea lab endangered by bobby and sally fucking off only they were in danger yeah and maybe potentially the people who went out looking for them i guess but like it's not like by doing something selfish you endangered everyone that's not actually what happened yeah I can... anyway the show is so pompous yeah yes yes it is and Poorly animated. Uh, yeah. As we noticed in the uh, Star Trek animated series where they like frequently just wouldn't have legs when they were sitting down. I didn't see any legless people, but there was one time where the blonde lady uh, was supposed to be standing behind one of the guys in the submersible. And they like forgot to animate the rest of her body below the waist. So it looked like she was sitting in his lap. Oh, yeah. It was She's weird. like, look, I see the children. I'm like, why? Is she, what is happening? She's either standing directly in front of him, like, I can't see. You just stepped in front of me for some reason. Or she's sitting in his lap. I, yeah. You, you know, this, 
This is like sort of off topic, but like we're, we've already done the synopsis. I just yeah. I want I I've never thought about this until now, because like it's there's a phenomenon. There are people who are who are just like I don't watch animation. I don't. I'm not I don't into like cartoons. Animation. Yeah, I don't, and I've I've like never really understood that. But I'm wondering if that kind of attitude comes from people of like a certain generation because I grew up with 90s animation, which was stuff created by people who had grown up idolizing like the, the, uh, uh, the old like Fleischman cartoons and, and the old Walt Disney and like that kind of stuff, like that re- the really high craft stuff, like the old yeah. Tom and Jerry's and stuff where it was just, like so much craft and beautiful paintings for the backgrounds and stuff. Also and and also just the technology got it got easier to make animation that didn't completely suck, without spending yeah Disney levels of money. But there there was this explosion in the '90s of people who specifically like if you when asked they're like, I remember seeing these things okay. and it was the things it's like they leap their influences leapfrogged back past all of this like Hanna Barbera, uh, f- filmation stuff. Yeah. To an earlier time. And it was like, that was coming up. So, like, that's... My memories was, like, you know, Batman the Animated Series by Bruce Timm or... Oh, uh, I mean, that, I mean, that show was freaking great. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, stuff where it was, like, there was a, there was a tremendous amount of artistic craft going into it. Yeah. Not just that they they had computer-assisted yeah. stuff. As opposed to 10 years earlier when you had, you know... Uh, Transformers or Transformers He-Man or and He-Man and just, like, the animation very... She-Ra, Gem and the Holograms. I actually tried to watch Gem and the Holograms with a friend one time. This was the first time I realized, oh, the animation of my youth was bad. Full stop. Yeah. Uh, I tried to watch it with a friend when it first came out on DVD. We're like, oh, it'll be so fun to revisit this show. One episode, and we're like, I actually can't watch any more of that. It is agonizing. Which, But yeah, this is definitely still, I'd say from the, the beginning of animation on television until... About the 90s, there was nothing there to enjoy for a, an adult. Yeah, it was just kind of like, uh, whatever, it's for kids. Kids will watch anything. It's garbage for kids, whatever. Yeah. But it's educational, so who cares? Whereas, like, a, a lot of those, uh, like, the, the Merry Melodies mm-hmm. were... The Merry Melodies were made as commercials to sell sheet music. That was the origin oh, of those. It was like, that. we have sheet music for this new, you know, for like the nonstop good times rag. Yeah. Number 482 in yeah. the, the blah, blah, blah sheet music catalog. That is a good point that like, it's not just about the, abil- the availability of technology because yeah, you look back at the like Looney Tunes yeah. and further back at, um, Mary Melodies, uh, and like, early like a, a Betty Boop. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. That animation is way better then yeah. the, the 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 jerky filmation Hanna Barbera kind of like Scooby Doo era of mm-hmm. of cartoons. There was definitely an era where they went, oh, we can uh, crank out this stuff really fast, and kids will not give a shit. Yeah, and I, I that mentality of like uh, animation sucks. Yeah, as a like that's an odd mentality. But if you think about the fact that there was, and I, I'm sure somebody is going to tweet at us that like, oh man, this show was made in this block of time. But like, it seems, this is very, this is a very broad statement. Yeah. Obviously. But like, it seems like kind of a like, from the, you know, 60s, 70s through the 80s. Yeah. Was kind of this 30 year block of time where it was just like, animation was garbage for children. Yeah. And that was also kind of the period where you had like, the darker times for Disney. 
you know, with where, where the Disney Studios wasn't doing so well, and then towards the end of the '80s with the whole Waking Sleeping Beauty time, you had mm-hmm. Little Mermaid and and Beauty and the Beast and stuff, where like it was like animation can appeal to all ages, and we can tell more complex stories or beautiful stories or whatever. Yeah. And you know, it's just kind of like this really fertile ground in the into the '90s. Um, and I've just never really thought about that. And in the context of being like, this is this is what was like a thing for kids at that time. Like somebody thought this was a good idea. Fuck it, put it on TV, whatever. Yeah. Here it is. I mean, I'm really glad this show got made because it gave us five seasons of... Uh, Sub 21. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's that's our synopsis. Should we... Yeah, our synopsis. Hey! <laughs> no. Money? <laughs> there was none. Moving on. Cliffs and chips. As in the cliffs of a sea trench and ships. That sunk that, that they sank. find. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, this is a section where we would normally talk about our predictions for the show, uh, particularly first season cliffhangers and any ships we have of characters. But, I, I, I mean, presumably this is going to be a show that is just I mean, I've I've got one. Oh, I go for it. I don't think they're gonna do it, oh, but I want to see it. Yeah. The 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 radiation barrels that they're just like, let's throw them down there. It'll be fine. It's away from us. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I, I want this to be like a secret backdoor like Godzilla origin movie where like it's <laughs> gonna you know go pour all over some like undersea you know like an anglerfish or some shit and it's gonna I... grow giant and come up and be like, ah, and it's a it's a horror of their own making. Yeah. So they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this exact plot transposed into the, like, Captain Planet, like, 90s era of cartoons, that would be, they'd be like, well, we're saved. Hey, let's all eat kelp ice cream. And then it'd be like, meanwhile, and you'd see those yeah. barrels leaking all over and some animal would, like, creep into it and they go, ah! To be continued. I mean, that is what would happen yeah. in the 90s version of this show. So uh, let's imagine uh, that there's a world in which they would actually do that. The other, uh, the, the one other thing that seemed like could be interpreted as setting up a larger story is there, mm-hmm. the, the, the Billy's missing and the captain, who is his grandfather, is like, I've got to find that boy. He doesn't know how much he means to me. Mm-hmm. or something like that and then his his second in command goes you should tell him sometime and he goes i could never do that he wouldn't understand or something like, like there's like this weird yeah like, no, i mentioned it earlier yeah it's like a, yeah that weird emotional repression i'm like let's explore that like let's, let's have this turn into like fucking they're all under the sea and yeah. like they're all slowly going mad and like they have to talk yeah. to the shrink well, under the sea the crazy thing is they introduced this like you should tell him sometime wouldn't do you any harm yeah I guess it wouldn't they introduce that they yeah. bring it up directly and then at the very end of the episode he doesn't go grandpa grandpa oh I was so worried about you Billy oh, I, 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 you were worried about me because I'm a member of your crew right well that too hug no yeah. Nothing. We, we get no resolution for that, like, yeah. plot point, quote-unquote. But yeah, uh, it's, it's introduced and then completely forgotten. We don't even get to see him reunited with, with his grandfather. No. They, they end the their story with him laughing about, I want food. Yep. And then the, the thing in the... Th- oh, we, we forgot to mention, though, that there are 
uh, two animal characters, which presumably will be more, uh, more thing, like tr a trained sea lion and a trained orca. A, an orca with no teeth. It looked like an orca who was drawn by someone who uh, had a dream about a beluga and forgot what it was called. It was like it's like it looks like a beluga with orca coloring. coloring. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, a pilot whale. I feel like there is a whale that looks yeah. like that. Oh, I, we may be, in fact, describing a, a specific whale that they actually researched, or they may have been like, oh, let's do an orca. Uh, that looks too scary, though. They're called killer whales. They don't want to scare the kids. Uh, just take his teeth out. You know. Yeah. Who knows? But he is named Moby. Dark. And the sea lion is named Simba. What? Because all white people know about Swahili is that Simba means lion. This is the one Swahili word that white people go, this will be a real clever reference. Let's stick, let's name this lion Simba. Right. Amazing. Mufasa means father. It means okay. king. Oh. See, I thought the one thing white people know uh, is that it Rafiki means... Rafiki means friendship. Really? Yeah. Or friend. Friend or friendship. Sorry, I got a leg up because uh, well, my uncle speaks speak Swahili, but that's story for another day huh anyway uh moving back to sea lab which is what we're actually talking about uh these trained animals it's unclear whether they live in like the ocean and then just come visit sea lab or if they like own them yeah I'm... they seem to be trained they're like playing with the little kid who's not allowed to go diving but he's just like playing in the water that is. This is clearly not like a swimming pool for funsies. No, this it's is, the entrance. It's the exit. En exit like, slash thing where you go. I'm going out into the ocean to fuck around, sir. Then that's the water you're, yeah. you you dive into to swim away. But this kid's just like fucking around in it. You'd think if they were actually using that for people to come and go, they'd want to keep this kid away right? from it and not be swimming around going, yeehaw! I'm riding on the back of a fucking whale. Anywho. I think it's time to move on to our next segment. Absolutely. What will this show be? Someone is in danger. They spout a bunch of science facts while they do it, and then they're saved at the end. Yeah. And then the, I'm going to go ahead and actually specifically predict that it's always going to be at the end of every episode. They're sitting in the classroom. The same clip of animation of the kids in the classroom and one of the adults being like, well, we learned an important lesson today. Was it this? No, it was something far more vague. Da 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 da. The end. Yeah. I think that's going to be every episode. We learned an important lesson today. Was it that we shouldn't punch our our people we disagree with in the nose? No, it was that geopolitics is a difficult, complicated subject. <laughs> okay. Thanks, designated adult. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> our next segment. It's, uh, Normally, this is where we would address uh, anyone we recognized in the episode, but we kind of glanced through the cast, and it seemed like they were all just uh, working actors who yep. did some mostly voice acting, probably, although they certainly weren't, I want to say, experts in the art of voice acting. Nobody was doing a lot of voice acting. Most people weren't doing voices. They were just talking like people. Except yep. for that one halibut farmer. Yeah. Everyone else is just talking like a person and not uh, not emoting a lot. No. Not a, not a great deal of emoting in this episode, by which I mean basically none. You know, I will say, I think the kids were actual kids. Uh, yeah, I concur. Yeah. Usually you get adults being like, 
oh my gosh, what's happening? Yeah. But I feel like they might have actually been real kids. Now that I've said it, I'm second guessing myself though. No, I, 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 I'm there with you. Like it, yeah. it was interesting that they were, you know, at the very maybe teenagers talking higher or something. Yeah. They did not at most. Yeah. But not grown adults just being like, I'm a baby. Yeah. This kid talks like Georgette. But uh, yeah, if that's all we can possibly say about the cast. I choose you. Our favorite character. I didn't get the names of most of the characters. So it's hard to say who is my favorite. Also, because people looked different from every angle because the animation was so sloppy, I wasn't totally clear on, wait, is this a different guy with the same hair as that other guy or is this a different character? Like there was, I will say, they they tried to do that vision of the future thing and have a diverse cast, racially speaking. There's exactly one woman, no, you know, there's two women. One of them is a teacher Mm -hmm. and she's black. And then one of them is, I don't know, blonde, the blonde lady who's yep. in the submersible and we don't know who she is or what her job is or except to see children with her woman eyes. I liked cool black teacher adult guy who had like a fro and was like, where's your compass? That was guy. That, is that the same guy? It was the guy there who was, delivered the lecture at the end. It was there, the same guy. There was more than one black guy, but one of them definitely looked a little more like, like a Fat Albert character, like a little yeah. more cartoonish. With a bigger fro and like wider mouth. Yeah. It's like, whoa, they maybe went a little overboard with that one. But but there were two guys, there were, there were either two guys who were like brown but not black. Yeah. Uh, uh, or there was just one dude they kept animating in different ways. If it was two different guys, I think one of them was supposed to be Hispanic and one of them was supposed to be like Native American. That's kind of the vibe I was getting from the way they were drawn, but I'm totally not sure if they were actually two different people, uh, or if they were. Just, maybe if I watched again with that in mind, I would notice one of them doing something at the same time as the other, yeah. or one of them being in the submersible and the other one being back at the ship, or something like that. But in the episode, I definitely could not tell if they were the same person. But I guess they tried. They tried almost. So. Uh, my favorite character is all of the people who aren't the tortured white captain who doesn't do any fucking work. And on that note, let's move on to our final verdict. Sarah, for you, did this pilot do the job of a pilot and make you want to watch more? Absolutely of- not. Th- Sorry? That's fine. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's also it. a no for me. Yeah, I mean... It's the kind of show that, like with Star Trek, I kind of was like, I could see putting this on to like, uh, if I was hanging out with a friend and we wanted to kind of put something on that we didn't have to think about very hard and we could talk over, but I would pick Star Trek over this because with that, it's kind of funny because it's Star Trek. Right. With this, I think you'd watch a couple episodes ago, you want to watch Love 2021 instead? Like, yeah. This is just going to make us want to watch the funny one. Exactly. There's, there's no reason to want to watch the this over C-Lab 2021. It's a much better yeah. use of the exact same animation assets. Yeah. I, worth watching a single episode, I think, of it. That's the only thing I would recommend it for. Like, if you've seen C-Lab 2021, it is kind of amusing to see where it came from. But you can watch one episode and get that. Probably any. You don't have to watch the pilot. Just watch an episode. You'll probably get the gist. I do, though, now that we're talking about it in the context of being, like, an aspect of appreciating C-Lab 2021... I could see myself, there's only 13 episodes of Sea Lab 2020. I could see myself watching through them, kind of half watching, like in the background while I'm doing some other task. 
just so that when I watch C-Lab 2021 again, I could be like, oh my God. That's, that's the robot from the episode where they met that yeah. giant octopus. Yeah, because there's like, there's some episodes of C-Lab 2021 where I'm like, there's no way that's an original animation asset. Like they did some sort of I'm flash sure, animation yeah, they something. They did add some things in, sure. But I, but I'm now wondering, like, having seen the the weird, bizarre futurism, whatever of the yeah. show, like, if there are, if some of the more ridiculous stuff is actually from the original show, and good point, yeah, they're they're like created stuff for 2021 is more of just like smoothing out mouth animations and and like cleaning it up digitally, yeah. But yeah, I just I I don't have a lot of interest in watching the show for its own sake. There's no there's not a lot of value no. for time here. No, it's uh you, hey if you're a uh, marine biologist or a, a, an undersea science type person, uh th- you might get a, a a kick out of getting some of your coworkers together, getting really drunk or high, and watching this to laugh at all of the, what all of the science that they got wrong is. Uh, but definitely brace yourself for it to be very, very bad and ridiculous and probably, I assume, very wrong. Honestly, if you know anything about the science that happens below the waves and you want to watch this and let us know if they got a surprising amount right, I would be delighted to hear that. It's like, yeah, weirdly, uh, most of the science stuff they said was right. Like, that would be so delightful to me. But I'm not, I'm not expecting that to be the case. Do we have any listeners who are water science people? Water science people. Do you do the ocean science? Do you do the science of water stuff? Please tweet at us. <laughs> at Pilot House Pod. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pilot House. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pilot House Pod. Visit our website, pilothousepodcast.com, or email us at pilothousepodcast at gmail.com to suggest future shows. Our podcast is entirely listener-supported, so thanks to this week's special guest stars CJ, Jerome, and Rowan for supporting us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash pilothouse to find out how you can become a series regular. Pilot House is a Herringbone Society production. I don't know why I'm... This, this show is so bad it made me go through puberty again. <laughs> Oh gosh, I, I'm so sorry, folks. I've got to go, go uh, rescue Strangely and put him back through the, the puberty of fire that we have on our uh, podcast lab. Am I supposed to be sweating from here? <laughs> no, no, honey, it's fine. Just, just sit there, and I'll wrap everything up. Anyway, folks, that uh, that was uh, that was Pilot House. Thanks for listening to this ridiculous episode. And uh, on that note. Bye! Bye. <laughs>